Do you want to learn how to become a millionaire? Are you committed to having financial freedom? To learn the secrets to building and managing a million dollar business, whatever it takes? Because today the opportunities are greater than ever to achieve your goals. Welcome to How to Be a Millionaire. In this show, we are on a mission to educate and empower a thousand new millionaires over the next 10 years through our nonprofit foundation at millionairestraining.org and through our fast track implementation programs at millionairesacademy.com. I'm your host, Sydney O'Sullivan. Some call me the millionaire's mentor because I've been building million dollar businesses for over 20 years. And in this show, I interview other millionaires in my network and get them sharing their best advice to create your big vision, discover your life purpose and legacy, build your dream team, develop a millionaire mindset, scale your business, invest for success, and manage and share your wealth and prosperity over the long term. I hope you enjoy the show. Um, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I, I found myself at a VIP event, office, an office conference. We're waiting for a, a drink at the bar. And mm-hmm. I said to him, Tom, how come people keep taking my money and not giving me results? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, how can I fix this? And he went, okay, let me just explain something to you, Sid. He goes, now, um, and this is probably a decade ago and it made a huge difference for me. He was like, yeah. you just need to understand that just like, you know, the Boy Scouts attracts a certain type of people and, and the priesthood attracts a certain type of people and they thrive in that environment, not to pick on anyone in particular. The speaking industry, the PR industry, the media industry, publishing industries, uh, they do tend to attract people who are great at remembering names and faces, speaking on stage, building rapport with people really quickly. And unfortunately that a lot of sociopaths have those, you know, the, it, it, it really suits sociopaths to go into those industries. People that love attention, don't have much sort of like um, empathy for other people, you know? So, so we just need to know that this particular industry does have a lot of people that are attracted to it who may not be telling you the truth and do your due diligence, talk yes. to your other customers, find out at what kind of results they've gotten, ask them for proof, ask them for guarantees, right? That's the kind of stuff that we can do to protect ourselves. I wish Tom would have told me that 20 years ago because right? that would have saved me about half a million dollars. So right. yeah, no, he's totally right. And sadly I'm right too. So my, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really, really hard. And everything you just said and everything Tom said, that's what I've been saying too, is you gotta do your homework and you got to, you know, whatever guarantees or whatever. But again, I, I like case studies. That's what I like. So, you know, when you go to our websites and people say to me all the time, Noah, on your, on your sales pages, on your website, why do you have so many case studies? I'm like, because I have them. Why would I not tell anybody? I mean, are you kidding me? They just go, you've got so much proof. I'm like, yeah, because have you met any lying sociopaths? I mean, have you been in this industry for more than 10 minutes? There's, there's just so much garbage out there and, and liars. And it's like, I just want people to know, hello, I've been here 20 years. We got this. So, you yeah. know, maybe you don't believe me, but believe I say to my, I say to people, If people are, are checking me out, I say, look, I have a very public business. You can see who all my authors are. It's You, you can go and ask them, you know, did I do a good job for exactly. them? Right? Exactly. And, so, and I have all of that case studies and stuff on my websites too, because you want to, and actually, don't you love it when your clients have success? They it makes us happy. It puts the fire in our in our life, right? So, um, and and we want to we I, we want to encourage everybody to do the most. So that's why I'm saying, 
tell us what worked. Tell us what works now. So you okay. had, had these books and then you had to market them. So yeah. you started getting on stages. Was that what happened for you? Or did you Yeah, oh stages? I the, the the two my two favorite and by the way i teach all this in, in my you know things like 30k income secrets and coaching and stuff like that but but um it's really there are basically six main methods of driving traffic we don't have time to get in all of them but my two favorites are media and speaking okay and here's why number one the media so if you go to my website you'll see i've been on everything you know abc nbc cbs uh, success magazine jenny mccarthy show four times she loves me jenny mccarthy she has me on the show so why Okay, well, number one, let's say you're driving Facebook ads or doing Facebook ads, right? Like every guru says to do, and I'm not saying they're wrong. Okay, but I'm just saying, okay, so an ad, hello. As soon as I say an ad to you, what do you think? You, I don't believe you, right? You're lying, you're making stuff up. Because why? Because you paid to be there. Well, if you're on the media, certainly any good media, I mean, like this is a great example, you don't pay, right? You know, Sydney didn't pay me, I didn't pay her. This is all because of she, you know, knows, likes, and trusts me. So I get what's called the halo effect, right? From Sydney, because Sydney, everyone following Sydney, which I said earlier, if you remember, everybody's very smart to follow this amazing woman. So the point is, it's just like that. If you're on ABC, people trust ABC. If you're on Sirius XM, people trust Sirius. So you're getting that halo effect. That's why the media is awesome. And I've dropped, look, I'll give, give another great example. Like um, I've been on uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast with John Lee Dumas. Now, John Lee Dumas is one of the top podcasters on this planet. But I, and now you know, it's called JLD. I knew JLD before he was JLD. All right. I'm on, if you go to entrepreneursonfire.com and you search Noah St. John, you'll see that I was on show 135. Now he's on like show 5,000 or something now. I mean, he's, he's a freaking, you know, industry in and of himself, but I was there before he was there, if you get my drift. So for everyone watching, what does this mean for you? It means you don't know who's going to hit. So, you know, you say, oh, well, they're not very big or they don't have a big audience. You don't know what's going to happen. Do, do the show. You know, if, if, if they seem small, well, you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they're going to hit it big. Do, I do every show. I do every podcast, you know, everyone. And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too big for my britches. I'm like, sure, you got an audience. Hey, my job here is to eliminate not enoughness on this planet. That's my mission. I'm very clear on that. My mission is to eliminate not enoughness. So if there's 12 people listening, I'll touch those 12. If there's 12,000, I'll touch those. 12. If there's 12 million, I'll touch 12 million. You know, we can't, you know, and, and that's just how I feel. So that's number one. So, number two, my other favorite is speaking, which did you want to talk about? Sorry to interrupt just one thing on the media. Yeah. People ask me about media all the time. And I say it's a whole topic in itself, right? Oh, but, um, so basically, did you find having a book helped? Um, having a published oh, book, like I think, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I and you know my clients occasionally people will say, "Why do I need the paperback?" And I'm like, media love that for you to have a proper paperback. Yes, that, that they can hold in their hand. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't don't I look cool because I've got all these you know books. I mean, and did That's I do a real it? book? An well, e-book. An ebook is okay, but it's not like a real book, right? So no, no, no. Ebook's not good enough. I, I agree with you. And and again, some I know disagree with that, but I I I like I said, I'm a nerd, you know. So hey, do whatever you like. If you want to just do ebooks, do ebooks. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make someone do something, but do you think do I think you need a book? Yes, I do. But we're back on media. And then so you went into so then you can did you ever use do you do your own press releases? Did you hire a PR company? <laughs> I've hired so many PR companies and they did Zippo, nothing, except take my money. They were great at that. Sure, cash your check. I'm going, oh my God. So if you go, if you go to my website, you see all the media. I got 
everything, 100% of all the good ones. I mean, maybe they get you like a, a, a radio show or something and over here. Or the, I'm like, okay, nice, but hello, I, I'm paying you a lot of money. Do you think you maybe get an ROI here? And they're like, we don't care. They so, don't guarantee it. Most of them don't. We have I don't a, care. We were one PR agency in Australia that um, I know has all the contacts. She's been doing it for 40 years. She's, I've known her for 30. I trust her to get my clients results. But I have tried so many PR companies. Most of them won't give you results. I mean, they won't give you guarantees. No. And they, they quite often find it very difficult. So I think one of the most exciting opportunities today is podcasts because there's so many people looking for guests. Yep. And um, you know, we have a person on our team that just calls around and offers me up for, and my clients up for podcast interviews. So that's one thing you can do. But, you, um, but did you find that once you started getting quality media, then of course it was easier to get more quality media just so, like oh, no question about it. I mean, yeah. media begets media. And and yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to be in demand, you know, but listen, for, for everyone watching this, you know, there's when you're starting, you're not going to be in demand because no one's heard of you. You know, the old phrase, build a better mass, mousetrap and the world will be the path to your door. Nah, no, no, they won't. I mean, <laughs> you can have the best mousetrap on this planet and we're all just too busy. We're all on overwhelm. So no, you got to You got to pound the pavement. As Gary Vee says, my good friend, he says, you got to hustle. That's, you know, yeah, that's part of hustling is you're going to have to send out those emails. I mean, if you want to hire a PR company, but I well, would just do it yourself. The good news is I'm doing a whole segment on PR with Sharon, my friend. So they can get that when if they turn into my exactly. show, Sharon Williams. But let's now exactly. focus on number two for you, which was, oh, and can yeah. I just ask you very, just before we leave media, yeah. did you find that you actually got, did you get people buying your books from the media? Like for some of my clients, it works really well. For some of them, it doesn't. So what well, was your experience? It, that's a great point. And going back to my Entrepreneurs on Fire with John Lee Dumas, that show has probably driven more book sales, especially of my, you know, books like Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money, because you know, remember that's send me a book, Noah.com. That's a free plus shipping offer, meaning the book is free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. And as soon as I was on that show, just tons of sales. Now I've been on other shows that they, they, do they order the book directly from you? So then you yes. know, you know, your potential. Yes. We, we do the fulfillment on that. And on then, so then you can then follow up with them and turn some of them into customers. Correct. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, the, so, you know, we're, we're making money, we're, we're building our list. And, and yes, we're, we can make more offers now because, hey, if you want to get rid of your head trash, you probably want to build your business. You maybe want to uh, improve your career or in some other part of your life. Well, guess what? I can help you with that. So, yeah. yeah so, but yeah, John Lee Dumas has been probably the best podcast. And then you, I've been on other shows, uh, like, frankly, even like national TV shows, and they didn't do much. So it's like, but at least I can always say, hey, I've been on. And you then know, you got a nice little video clip for your website, or you know, you've got maybe some a great little interview that you did. That's right. Um, but the yeah, I because a lot of people don't realize this that if you publish with a major publisher, they they sell all the books through the bookstores or through the right. uh, distribution channels. You'll never know who bought those books, right? So you've either got to have a book that's got really compelling reasons for people to leave the book and come to your website or come and connect with you some other way, or set up what you've done, which is a free plus shipping funnel, which is get my book, people come in, they they can have a little taste review from the book and then they'll receive emails from you as a follow-up or some, and, right. and, and if they like you and they're looking for you, then you build the relationship, right? So- Correct. Okay. So now, I, yeah. yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you were going to, I know we're running out of time. No, no, I, I know we're running out. All I was going to say real quick is that, yes, I've done both. So I like both. So here's, 
three plus shipping at send me a book noah here's power habits book that goes right to amazon so i've done because this is a traditional publisher so you see i like i like to have all my bases covered you know that's what we nerds do uh -huh. yeah and uh, okay and then so then you had books you were getting media yes how did you get into speaking and what did that do for you that was really hard i mean it was really really hard because there's, and, and I mean, even back then it was hard. Obviously back then it was a lot easier because there's fewer people. Now there's just a million, you know, kajillion speakers out there, coaches. So it's way more competitive now, much, much harder than it ever was because everybody, you know, is trying to be a speaker, get on stage. So uh, basically, I mean, the story never changes. You identify the, the stages you want to get on, you find the meeting planner, and then you make your pitch. And is it hard to get started? Yes, it is. I mean, the you know the first one, of course, is always the hardest, just like anything. Um, so yeah, do you have to do you have to do it? You know, you have to keep writing those emails. I mean, now it's really hard to meet people in person. Obviously, that would was the other thing. You know, when live events existed, uh, you'd go and meet the person, like you and I met at at Elisa Sasevich event, I think, many years ago. I don't know if you remember that, but. Yeah. Um, you know, so there is no substitute for that, but right now it's pretty much impossible. So yeah, it's a lot harder. So maybe you can try to get someone on zoom, but listen, number one for everyone, it's always about what you can do for them, not what they can do for you. This is the biggest mistake people make. The number one mistake, write this down is what can you do for me? They don't know you. Why should they want to do anything for you? You've got to always come from not with them, but whiffed. Whiff them is what's in it for me. Whiff is what's in it for them. Write that down. All right. Whiff. I got a million of these, Sydney, by the way. I love it. I love it. And so, yeah, I would like to add to that in that um, I think, you know, because I run a lot of events and people are always wanting to be in speakers and stuff. So right. what, we're, what we're looking for is we're looking for somebody who brings amazing value to our audience. Right. Ideally, um, is help, wants to help us monetize our events. So if they're going to make an offer or they're going to pick up clients, then you know it's wonderful if they'll affiliate with us and let us uh, uh, you know like make some of that income or they'll pay us to be a sponsor or something in advance to help offset our costs right. that's right? right help us promote the event or become or have some kind of enough celebrity that people will want to come to the event because so what we're looking for is you know when you're looking for hiring a speaker is you want them to be a crowd draw you want them to be a crowd pleaser and then you also want them to help you make the event a success monetarily and That's right. experientially, right? So those are all the things speakers need to bring if they want to be invited back and, mm -hmm. and have build long-term relationships. Do you agree? 100%. And let me just add one more thing. Don't be a diva. Don't be a diva. Be what we call low maintenance. That means send your stuff ahead of time. You know, if they're asking for your PowerPoint, send them your PowerPoint, send them your bio, and don't be the, the guy or gal that's up there and saying, you know, hey, can we change this? And can you can we do it this way that I mean, it's OK to ask for what you want. That's OK. But don't be high maintenance. Everybody knows the difference between high maintenance and low maintenance. Don't be showing up five minutes before your speech with a power with a PowerPoint that, that the, the AV guy now has to run from. His that's right. And, and you're, who's a busy guy, right? And you're saying to him, totally. oh, well, I have my own PowerPoint and I want you to drive it. And like, you know, you haven't given them right. anything to prepare. And, uh, you know, you don't have your own headset or, or your own clicker and all these things, you know, that, so yes, I agree with you. But I think probably one of the worst things is speakers that, like the most powerful thing is speakers that stay for the event. They get to know the audience. Um, mm -hmm. Another really well-known speaker that uh, we both know, 
said to me after they paid to sponsor an event, they had, not only did they have like the last speech of the day on a, on a weekend, which is a little, you know, full day, they also put on a cocktail party and the next day said to me, why did I not make more sales? Like, why, did not, why didn't people buy my program? And I went, if you, do you want me to be honest with you or do you want me to just, you know, like tell you what you want to hear? <laughs> and they said, no, be honest. And I said, well, first of all, you were sitting in the bar all day, you know, uh, deal making with some of the other speakers. And the guys that did really well, they were actually sitting in the event, being supportive, jumping up to MC when there was problems with the AV or whatever. Right. And they were actually getting a feel for the audience. And then they adjusted their, their offers to the audience's needs. Your offer was actually way too advanced for this audience. And you would have known that if you were in the room, right? So, um, and they were like, thank you. I really appreciate the, you know, the honest That's feedback. great advice. But like, people don't tell us, unfortunately, unless, unless we ask. So kudos to them for asking. But, <laughs> but when we're like, you know, a lot of the time we wonder why did we not connect with the audience and we don't want to hear what we did wrong, right? As speakers. Hi, this is Sydney. And thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at millionairestraining.org.